Sophie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Snack Covenant, episode 256. The big 8-bit integer. You keep saying that, and I still don't know what it means. We'll explain it another time. Are you saying we're going to do something revolutionary, and for the first time ever, we're going to have a note of Sophie in the intro? Fuck you. that a Dead Space game is being developed by Motive EA and that the game will be revealed at the July 22nd EA Play Live Showcase. Alright. Some people are saying it's a remake, some are saying it's a reboot, mm -hmm. but nothing official is out yet, so it could be Dead Space 4 as far as we know. Right. It could also be nothing. Okay. It's also said that this reinvigoration of Dead Space could have been influenced by the success of Resident Evil 7. Right. Now you may say, Sin, there's no physical evidence to back up these rumors. Sin, there's no physical evidence to back up these rumors. <laughs> However, Sophie, gotta stop you right there. I apologize. The Dead Space YouTube channel changed their profile picture a couple of days ago. Oh. And that's it. That's the news. That's that's all the news. That's all the rumors. That's what's happening. Can I can I go? No, Sophie, because I have more. There are some people out there who watch us for a Jojo Bizarre Adventure analysis. And they may not know what a Dead Space is. I certainly don't. <laughs> so I thought we could do a little TLDR about the whole Dead Space situation. As long as it's mostly you. Yeah, I have notes. Girl, I got this. Alright, okay. Dead Space is a sci-fi survival horror franchise owned by EA. There are games, movies, comics, and a fan base that loves Dead Space to death space. <laughs> It all started with one game. Was it Dead Space? No! It was Resident Evil 4! Oh! So, originally, Redwood Shores EA were pushing around this idea of making System Shock 3. But then, Resident Evil 4 came out. Once the team saw Resident Evil 4, they thought, and I quote, Oh, no, this is the shit. <laughs> Redwood Shores EA decided they should go in this new super cool survival horror game direction. But at the time, EA was more focused on creating like sequels and spin-offs. A new IP would not be like an easy feat. But the team at EA Redwood Shores worked super hard. They spent countless hours on like programming demos, going to meetings, doing presentations, and the project was greenlit. And apparently, the success of Resident Evil 4 and like anticipation for Resident Evil 5 helped EA in their decision of approving the project. And so, in 2007, Dead Space was announced. In 2008, Dead Space was released, and it was super good, and everyone loved it, and it sold super well too. 
Don't take my word for it. <laughs> Just ask our Snap Covenant correspondents, the little slug who cannot tell a lie. I cannot tell a lie! That space sold extremely well! Enough to justify an ongoing series and an anime adaptation! <laughs> Thank you, little slug. That's alright. There's something I want to point out that happened in the marketing, which I thought was very 2000s. Uh -huh. A community manager said that Germany, China, and Japan banned the game. Right. But it was just a trick. Oh. It was a marketing trick. Did no one think of asking them? <laughs> Sophie? Yes, Sam? Could you please tell me your experience with Dead Space? I've never played Dead Space. Um, all I know about Dead Space is that the enemies in it are called Necromorphs. Mm -hmm. And you have to kill them by blowing parts of their bodies off. And you have like a little laser thing that you can change the direction of so you can cut them off that way. And I also know that instead of having a HUD, um, all of your like health and stuff is displayed on the back of your suit so you play mm -hmm. it in third person you can see everything on the back of the suit i also know the main character is called isaac clark mm -hmm. um that's all i know that's good i yeah, think you yeah. have enough of a foundation to follow this podcast well i was able to make my name in this recording into a joke about that if you look down at it arthur c asimov Hi, Sophie here. The protagonist of Dead Space is named Isaac Clarke in a nod to famous science fiction authors Isaac Asimov and Arthur C. Clarke. As a bit of a wacky joke, when I signed in to do this recording with Sin, I called myself Arthur C. Asimov. This was met with mystified silence because, and this may be a shock to listeners, episodes of The Snack Covenant are not scripted. Back to the podcast. Now, Sin, as a Dead Space professional, <laughs> what is your opinion of Dead Space 1? Well, I think it's an amazing survival horror game in space. And overall, the lore is intriguing. Like, the big questions are really interesting. Like, what is the marker? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What big questions? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Thank you, Sophie. But there are also smaller questions like, what happened to Isaac's girlfriend? Right. And the setting itself, the sci-fi setting, is something I love because I love sci-fi. And right. the atmosphere is so tense, Sophie, I cannot describe how tense it is. It's just OMG tense. And you know how I love Event Horizon? I didn't know that, but um, it fits. <laughs> Seems like something you'd like. <laughs> so this is basically Event Horizon the game. Right. And some like gameplay things that I really like. And you mentioned it, there's no hub. The health bar is a spinal indicator embedded in your suits. Yeah. The menus are not intrusive at all. The AI is smart, 
the guns are fun, the combat is fun, everything about the game is super immersive. And in terms of like the art direction, it's just yeah. insane, it's so good, Sophie. Like the lighting is spooky, it's perfect, the character suits, the guns, the designs, the enemies, the everything, it's just, it's just perfect. And you know how in our Outer World analysis, I told you how I like posters in games? Yes. <laughs> well, Dead Space had posters, it had x-rays, it had signs, it had screens, it had graffitis, it had bloodstains. I really appreciate yeah. that. That does sound very system shock. And it had like this pinch of retro, I think. Like something was there. And the survival horror aspect was really good too. It was like super well yeah. executed. Yeah. Like there were jump scares, there were like psychological scares, there was gore, some parts were exhilarating, some parts were like dread. The audio also, it was just amazing. Mm -hmm. Like this is like the perfect game for me. Right. And one final thing, did you see the Dead Space cover? I'll send you the cover, okay? Ooh. I feel like this is the most perfect cover ever created. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very striking. Yeah, and like everything you need to know about the game is conveyed in that cover. Right. Like Dead Space 1 is just perfect. Yeah. Kind of like you. Following the success of Dead Space, EA Redwood Shores was restructured as a genre studio called Visceral Games. And you know what they say, Sophie? If you did something good once, do it good yeah. twice. In 2009, Dead Space 2 was announced. In 2011, Dead Space 2 was released. Dead Space 2 got super good reviews as well. But don't take my word for it. Just ask our Snack Covenant correspondent, E.T. Dead Space 2 received positive reviews, you motherfuckers. <laughs> E.T. so rude. <laughs> Thank you, E.T. <laughs> He's fallen on hard times lately. <laughs> Dead Space 2 was super good. It's basically Dead Space 1 with improved mechanics, pacing, and action, as well as a non-silent protagonist. As much as I love Dead Space 2, I have to say though, the atmosphere was like, less atmospheric. But still, it was a very excellent game. Yes. And I don't know if you remember this, there was this marketing campaign where they took moms and showed them parts of Dead Space, and moms hated mm -hmm. it. Right. And the campaign was called Your Mom Hates Dead Space Too." Some people said that it was fine, some people said it wasn't good. But do you know what I'm thinking? How would our parents react to Dead Space 2? Their response would be, is this Dark Souls? My mom would probably be like, is this what you spend your time doing? Get a second job? <laughs> and my dad would probably be like, oh, his head explodes. So cool. <laughs> my favorite movie is Priest. With the Jimmy McGuffin film. It's the one where he's a vampire hunter, but also a priest. Oh, okay. Well. Is that the same? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you.
Hi, Sophie here. Once again, the Snack Covenant has helped illustrate the cultural divide between East and West. When Sin mentioned that her father's favourite film was Priest, I, the Anglo of the pair, assumed she was referring to the controversial 1994 drama about a priest struggling with his sexuality. She was in fact referring to the 2011 film Priest, which is about Paul Bettany hunting vampires. I've never seen the 2011 Priest, but Wikipedia informs me that Brad Dourif is in it, so bits of it are probably alright. Back to the podcast. Dead Space 2 sales were strong. Around like 2 million units were sold in the first week. But apparently, because the game was so expensive to make, despite the sales, Dead Space 2 was considered a commercial failure. Oh no. Yeah. And you know what they say. If you made something good twice, but the second time was a commercial failure, make it three times, but add co-op and microtransactions. Oh yes, that, yeah. (laughs) In 2012, Dead Space 3 was announced. In 2013, Dead Space 3 was released. Dead Space 3 was a good scary action game. Right. You leaving that in? (laughs) It retained the superficial elements that make Dead Space amazing. Like, there was still the spine hub and all. Like, there were like guns. (laughs) There was space. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is like an Iron Gamer review! <laughs> it's like... This game reminds me of Diablo, because you travel between different areas and get experience points. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at is that the atmosphere that made Dead Space survival horror, it wasn't there anymore. In the end, Dead Space 3 failed to meet EA's sales expectations. In 2017, EA shut down Visceral Games, making Dead Space games officially Dead Space. And I think it's been a very sad time for Dead Space fans, despite the availability of other media that have Dead Space in it. It's just not the same without a new, cool Dead Space game. You know what it is? Maybe now you'll understand my suffering. Can you imagine having an Event Horizon itch that only Dead Space could scratch, but there's no Dead Space? You could play System Shock. It's not the same. Have you played System Shock? Don't call me out like that. (laughs) Friends don't do that to each other. (laughs) So now I'd like to talk about Motive. And Motive is the studio that is rumored to be developing Dead Space. Motive, also known as Motive Studios or Motive EA, is a Canadian video game developer and studio of electronic arts based in... Quebec? Montreal! Motive co-developed Star Wars Battlefront 2, a 2017 Uh, game, which got mixed reviews. Right. And they developed Star Wars Squadrons, a 2020 game which got generally favorable reviews. Right. 
So you can see progression and you can see that they're doing better with each game. So if the next game they're developing is in fact Dead Space, I'm feeling hopeful. Sophie, do the outro. That was the Snack Covenant episode 256, the big one, and it was uh, Sin talking about Dead Space and I not talking about Dead Space because I don't know anything about Dead Space. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Sophie. I'm afraid that, like, this is... This is worse than most of the Patreon content. <laughs> and Sophie! Yes, and... <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, if people yeah. do enjoy content like this, and... <laughs> <laughs> and wish there was like a hundred more episodes of this where could they find it <laughs> patreon.com thank you Sophie thank you Sam. and thank you everyone for listening see y'all next time bye bye Hi, Sophie here. As this is Snack Coven in episode 256, I refer to it as the Big 8-Bit Integer. An 8-Bit Integer is a means of storing data in 8 bits or binary digits, each one with a value of 1 or 0. So if we have 8 of them in a row, the total number of possible combinations is 2 to the power of 8, or 256. This is why, for example, a GIF file has 256 available colours. The Generation 1 Pokemon games have slots for 256 Pokemon, even though there's only 151 in the game. And why in seminal webcomic Dragon Kingdoms, reality was torn asunder when they reached 256 strips, causing reality to be destroyed by Anne Robinson and a giant piece of candy. Back to the podcast.